Welcome to Anime Sleepy Time, the anime podcast that you're not supposed to finish. You've had a long day, and you have a lot on your mind, but for the next 30 minutes, you're going to forget about all of that. You're going to relax and focus on the sound of my voice and focus on the gentle music as it carries your thoughts away and guides you to sleep. Let my voice wrap around you like a warm hug or a weighted blanket. Each episode of Anime Sleepy Time will have a similar format and the same music. This is so that you can begin to associate these sounds with bedtime. It may not work the first night. It may not work the second night. But after a few sessions, you may find that you begin to fall asleep around the same time. You might not even make it to the end of the news segment. If you need more than 30 minutes, you can make a playlist so you can listen to this as many times as you need. Tonight on Anime Sleepy Time, we will look at some highlights of the news from August 22nd to September 4th, 2021. After the news, there will be a review of the two-episode erotic OVA, Weather Report Girl. But before we discuss the news, we're going to do a breathing exercise together called four, seven, eight. You start by emptying your lungs. Then you breathe in through your nose for four seconds. Hold this breath for seven seconds and then breathe out slowly through your mouth while making a whooshing sound for eight seconds. Let's try it. Breathe in, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, again. One more time. All right, now you're ready. All news is summarized 
from articles first published on Anime News Network, unless otherwise noted. Links to the original articles can be found in the show notes for this episode. Mobile Suit Gundam creator Yoshiyuki Tamino may only be working in the anime industry for three more years. Tomino told Weekly Playboy that it is becoming difficult for him to move around during the day due to spinal canal stenosis. In the wake of Femboy Films' cancellation of their restoration of Daikon Films' Daikon 3, Gainax has announced that they are working on their own restoration of the short film. At this time, it's unclear who of the original animation team is working on the restoration. The Twitter account Film Daikon was launched to keep fans updated and share stories and pictures from the studio's history. Uma Musume Project has partnered with Top Gun Maverick to help promote the upcoming film in Japan. According to the Uma Musume and Japanese Top Gun Twitter accounts, the horse girl Mayano Top Gun has been made the promotional pilot. The film will premiere in Japan on November 19th, 2021. Our next story comes from Gonzo.moe. Academy Award-nominated director Mamoru Hosoda's eighth feature film, Bell, will be making its debut in the United States at the 59th edition of the New York Film Festival courtesy of G-Kids. There are currently two showtimes listed on the NYFF 59 website. Saturday, September 25th, 2021, at 12 p.m. in Alice Tully Hall, and Friday, October 1st, 2021, at 3.30 p.m. in Walter Reed Theater. G Kids describes the film. Suzu is a 17-year-old high school student living in a rural village with her father. For years, she has only been a shadow of herself. One day, she enters you, a virtual world of 5 billion members on the internet. There, she is not Suzu anymore but Belle, a world-famous singer. She soon meets with a mysterious creature. Together, they embark on a journey of adventures, challenges, and love in their quest to become who they truly are. The film had its world premiere at the 74th Cannes Film Festival in Cannes, France on July 15th, 2021. 
Anime News Network reported that it received a 14-minute standing ovation. It opened the following day in Japan, in IMAX, and regular theaters. NYFF 59 will be held September 24th to October 10th, 2021. Proof of vaccination will be required to attend. Bell is listed with a 121-minute runtime and will screen in Japanese with English subtitles. Tickets go on sale on September 7th, 2021. Theatrical screenings for two more anime films have been announced as well. The 4K remaster of Mamoru Oshii's 1995 feature film adaptation of Masamune Shiro's Ghost in the Shell manga will be released simultaneously in Japan and the US starting on September 17th, 2021 in select IMAX theaters with regular screenings to follow on October 1st. Funimation has announced that they will screen My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission in over 1,500 theaters this October. The film will open on October 29th in the US, Canada, and the UK. Australia and New Zealand will get the film a day early on October 28th. Both English dubbed and subtitled screenings will be available. Toonamifaithful.com has reported an update to Adult Swim's Saturday night anime programming block, Toonami. Attack on Titan will be replaced with an encore of Dr. Stone, Stone Wars. Starting on September 4th, 2021, the schedule will be as follows. Fena, Pirate Princess, at 12 a.m. My Hero Academia, at 12.30 a.m. Yashihime, Princess Half-Demon, at 1 a.m. Food Wars, at 1.30 a.m. Black Clover, at 2 a.m. Naruto Shippuden at 2.30 a.m. Dr. Stone, Stone Wars at 3 a.m. And Dragon Ball Super at 3.30 a.m. All times are in the Eastern time zone. Funimation will be adding the following titles from the Gundam franchise to their streaming service starting September 7th, 2021. Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. And Mobile Suit Gundam Narrative. These titles will be available with English and Japanese audio. Several anime titles have been made available on YouTube. Sony Pictures started adding the Madhouse anime adaptations of X-Men, Wolverine, Iron Man, and Blade to their Throwback Tune channel. 
Adult Swim has uploaded the first episode of the Fena Pirate Princess English dub to their YouTube channel. Finally, Funimation has formed a partnership with animation studio Gonzo to stream Ragnarok the Animation, Witchblade, and Burst Angel for a limited time on their YouTube channel. New episodes will be made available every three days until each series is complete. They will later be removed approximately one month from when they are uploaded. Currently, Ragnarok the Animation is the only show that has begun uploading. Witchblade and Burst Angel will premiere on October 1st and 26th, respectively. This will be the first time that Ragnarok the Animation is available in HD. G-Kids announced the details of their remaining Neon Genesis Evangelion Blu-ray sets on October 30th, 2021. The collector's edition will include both dubs of the series and films, a 40-page book, art cards, and over seven hours of bonus features. The standard edition includes the Netflix dub of the series and films, and over five hours of bonus features. The collector's edition is currently $174.98 on Right Stuff, with a release date of December 8, 2021. The standard edition is currently $45.99, with a release date of November 9, 2021. The Ultimate Edition, which was only available through the G-Kids website and sold out in 8 hours, is set to release at the same time as the Collector's Edition. Fly Me to the Moon will not be included on any of these sets due to issues with music licensing. Discotech Media has revealed a November 30th 2021 release date for the following titles. ZX Ignition on Blu-ray, previously released on DVD in 2015. The Blu-ray release will include all 12 episodes with English and Japanese audio. Lupin the Third versus Detective Conan the Movie on Blu-ray. Originally only available on DVD with English subtitles. This Blu-ray features a brand new English dub with the classic Lupin the Third cast and the new Detective Conan cast that debuted in Case Closed, Episode 1. Urusei Yatsura, Only You, on Blu-ray. This release will include the English dub from the Animego release as well as Japanese audio with English subtitles. Kadocha, the complete first series on standard definition Blu-ray. This set features the first 51 episodes of the series, complete with Funimation's English dub. It will also have Japanese audio with English subtitles. Previous issues with music rights and voices have been resolved. 
Sayuki Reload on Standard Definition Blu-ray. This set includes all 25 episodes with Genion's English dub, as well as Japanese audio with English subtitles. Finally, the Project Echo Perfect Edition on Blu-ray. This release is remastered from the film negatives and will be the first time the film is available in HD. It will include the English dub produced by Manga Entertainment as well as Japanese audio with English subtitles. The Netflix original adaptation of Kisuke Itagaki's manga, Hanma Baki, Son of Ogre, has received a release date. The 12 episode anime series will premiere on the streaming service worldwide on September 30th, 2021. If this season is paced similarly to previous installments, it will likely end with the conclusion of the Great Prison Battle Arc. While Netflix has not announced plans for further seasons of Grappler Baki, it seems likely to happen. Chief anime producer Taiki Sakurai said at the Netflix Anime Festival in 2020 that Baki is a top performer for the service, ranking in the top 10 most watched anime in over 50 countries. If Son of Ogre performs just as well, it's only a matter of time before they animate the remaining arcs. And to wrap up the news, Netflix has finally given a release date for their live action adaptation of Shinichiro Watanabe's Cowboy Bebop. The 10 episode series will premiere on November 19th, 2021. It stars John Cho as Spike Spiegel, Mustafa Shakir as Jet Black, and Danielle Panetta as Faye Valentine. The score is being composed by Cowboy Bebop alum Yoko Kano. According to executive producer Jeff Pinker, a second season is already in the early stages of pre-production. In addition to a release date, Netflix has also shared some promotional photos of the cast. The response has been mixed, with some fans saying it looks much better than they expected, and others criticizing the changes made to Faye's costume. Cosplayer Diana Sorrell tweeted in defense of the wardrobe department's changes. Faye's costume is quite possibly one of the absolute worst designs I've ever seen in terms of how well does this translate into a real-life 3D object. You can't really move in it, and it doesn't look good on a human, and therefore, it had to be tweaked for live action. Sorrel used Black Widow's costume from the first Avengers film as an example of why this is important. Black Widow's jumpsuit is made of non-stretched fabric. Not joking. 
They went through so many jumpsuits during filming because who knew, a non-stretched jumpsuit would rip and get destroyed when you try to make it stretch anyway. Danielle Panetta echoes this sentiment in an Instagram post where she sarcastically responds to the criticism of her portrayal of Faye. You know, we tried, but doing stunts in tissue paper, things disappear, they rip. Sometimes they just got lost, Panetta jokes. That original costume, they made a couple of them, but like I said, they got sort of slurped up in my various crevices never to be retrieved again. So we really needed to build something that could withstand the test of time. Tonight's review is titled, The Forecast is Cloudy with a Chance of Nymphomania in Weather Report Girl. It was originally published on gonzo.moe on December 30th, 2020, and written by me. Making a living in the entertainment industry is brutal. Most of us start out accepting any gig that comes our way, regardless of what it is. As a result, every freelancer has a few weird blips on their resume. This is true for me, and it's true for anime director Kunihiko Yayama. Two years before being crowned the king of Pokemon in 1997, he wrote and directed a two-episode OVA based on Tetsu Adachi's erotic manga, Weather Report Girl. Keiko Nakadai will do anything to get ahead in her TV career. After triggering a 15% viewer rating increase by flashing her panties on air, she becomes the new full-time weather reporter at ATV, replacing Michiko Kawai. Naturally, Michiko is displeased with this development. She attempts to get revenge, but fails miserably and somehow becomes Keiko's sex slave. It's a pretty funny setup for a slightly above average fetish-driven smut fest. What's more interesting, however, is its pedigree. Yuyama isn't the only Pokemon alum to feature in a prominent creative role. The director of photography, art director, sound director, and animation producer all worked on the first season of Pokemon. Even more hilarious is that Keiko's voice actor, Rika Matsumoto, plays Satoshi Ash in the English version to this day. So if you've ever wondered what he sounds like at the point of orgasm, look no further than Weather Report Girl. It's also notable 
for being the second title Right Stuff Anime released under their adult content label, Critical Mass. Part of me is hesitant to categorize this as hentai, despite its numerous graphic sex scenes. I normally associate the genre with low-effort scripting and an even lower animation budget. This could not be further from the truth with Weather Report Girl. Not every joke hits, and some scenarios wouldn't make it beyond the writer's room today, like when Michiko hires a group of street thugs to rape Keiko. But Yuyama still tells an overall funny and compelling story. The climax of the first episode is a perfect example of his directing capabilities. Set during a violent thunderstorm, the sequence features Keiko jilling off, intercut with Michiko on live television, giving the weather forecast while struggling not to shit herself. What could have been a run-of-the-mill joke scene you'd find in a Harold and Kumar movie instead plays as a dramatic montage that's both chilling and erotic. Weather Report Girl also brings the pain with its soundtrack. Composer Nobuhiko Kashiwara, who also arranged the theme song to Mobile Fighter G Gundam, doesn't fuck around. Adult content is usually minimalistic with its soundscape, opting for unobtrusive pieces or no music at all. Kashiwara takes the opposite approach and scores each episode with infectious pop melodies and screaming electric guitar and synthesizer solos. Yuyama and his team didn't have to go this hard, but they did. They did it for us. For a show that features a woman aggressively revenge masturbating, it made me feel oddly nostalgic. Watching Weather Report Girl reminded me of a simpler time, when anime was still a journey of discovery. A time where I could spend a summer afternoon bathing in a sea of unfamiliar titles, looking for something new to watch. An experience that echoes how Michiko must feel as she explores the world of eating Keiko's ass. The only thing I knew about Weather Report Girl before watching it was the title. This OVA is a relic from the early days of my fandom where I downloaded everything and watched nothing. The files traveled with me from hard drive to hard drive for so long that I don't remember when or why I acquired them. I've been meaning to get back to my roots of reviewing obscure OVAs from the 80s and 90s, so I decided that this was a good place to start. So last night, I booted my Plex media server, poured a glass of red wine, and crawled into bed to watch what I assumed would be a quiet story about a woman working towards her goal of being the best weather reporter in Japan. Imagine the joy I felt after the opening sequence when they cut to an extreme close-up of a woman fucking herself in the bathroom with a pocket vibrator. Is that a... No way. I laughed so loud that I woke up my neighbor. 
Weather Report Girl is a shockingly accurate portrayal of what it's like working in the entertainment industry. Every day is a fight to get ahead and impress people who consider you expendable. If you manage to survive the day, you drag your exhausted body back home to celebrate by binge drinking and having kinky sex. You could argue that my enjoyment can mostly be attributed to surprise, but that's what I miss in anime. I'm not surprised anymore. Everyone plays it safe and most shows feel the same. This is why I fell in love with Pokemon as a kid. I had never seen anything like it before. Even though it was a kid's show, they weren't afraid to take risks. I haven't kept up with Pokemon since the Orange League, but I hope Yuyama and his team haven't lost their edge after all these years. Thank you for joining me on Anime Sleepy Time. Hopefully, you don't hear this message. But if you do, that's okay. You can listen to this as many times as you need. A transcript of this episode, as well as links for all the stories I talked about, will be waiting for you at gonzo.moe when you wake up in the morning. Until then, have a good night.